Hello, welcome to our third episode in a series of podcasts we are sharing on the coronavirus and its impact in Zambia. You should know, before putting on a mask, clean hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Cover mouth and nose with mask and make sure there are no gaps between your face and the mask. Avoid touching the mask while using it. If you do, clean your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Replace the mask with a new one as soon as it is damp and do not reuse a single-use mask. And always wear a mask when you're out and when you are talking to people. This message is brought to you by Agents of Change Foundation in partnership with Children's Radio Foundation. My name is Blessings Chiwe. In this episode, we are looking at when and how to use masks. It is becoming increasingly clear that all people should be wearing masks while out in public. Masks should be worn anytime you are in public or people are nearby. Masks act as a physical barrier to protect you and others from viral bacterial particulates. Practice physical distancing. Will I hugging a niche can shim? I'm a boko sign for regular. Maluleta day should be prepared. Yale power and two edges. Avoid them crowded places. Together we will. Let's not panic together. We'll be here. I'm over for my boko. I'm all wakona. Coronavirus disease or have questions on it, call the helpline on 909. To avoid getting infected and giving the virus to others, wash your hands regularly with soap and water properly. Let's stop handshakes for now. Find other ways to greet. If you have a cough, please cough into a flexed elbow. Yes, you can get infected, whether Zambian, African, or not. Whether Matauni, Rokumunzi, Mumayadi, or Mukomboni, you can get infected, whether young or old. No one is invincible. We all need to take care. You and I together. Many people unknowingly infect others by going out and spreading gems by coughing or touching others. What does the community know about when and how to wear a mask? Let's listen to this. Face masks are to be worn when visiting public places and they should not be worn inside out. They do not work in such a manner. You need to wear your face masks when you are going out. For example, if you are going to shop or maybe you are going to gather people to avoid the spread of the virus. Why we wear the face mask is to avoid spread the disease because this, the disease spreads through the, uh, the spitting of the fluid. 
You wear a face mask the moment you leave the house. The moment you leave the gate, you're supposed to wear a face mask. That's what I think. And not just when you reach a public place, you know. And how you wear it? Um, you wear it outside in, not inside out. Yes. You should know. Before putting on a mask, clean hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Cover mouth and nose with mask and make sure there are no gaps between your face and the mask. Avoid touching the mask while using it. If you do, clean your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Replace the mask with a new one as soon as it is damp and do not reuse a single-use mask. And always wear a mask when you are out and when you are talking to people. This message is brought to you by Agents of Change Foundation in partnership with Children's Radio Foundation. Today's podcast is aimed at highlighting possible prevention of COVID-19. According to a report by the World Health Organization, Wearing a medical mask is one of the prevention measures that can limit the spread of certain respiratory viral diseases, including COVID-19. However, the use of a mask alone is insufficient to provide an adequate level of protection and other measures should be adopted as well. Whether or not masks are used, maximum compliance with hand hygiene and other IPC measures is critical to prevent human-to-human transmission of COVID-19. World Health Organization has developed guidance on IPC strategies for home care and healthcare settings for use when COVID-19 is suspected. Studies of influenza, influenza-like illness, and human coronavirus provide evidence that the use of a medical mask can prevent the spread of infectious droplets from an infected person to someone else and potential contamination of the environment by these droplets. There is limited evidence that wearing a medical mask by health individuals in the households or among contacts of a sick patient or among attendees of mass gatherings may be beneficial as a preventive measure. Hi, my name is Natasha Sakala, a Zambian youth age 25. I'm a social movement activist and an urban planner by profession. I'm currently working for a local NGO called People's Process on Housing and Poverty in Zambia, PPHPZ, and its core business is to support the wakes of grassroots movements of the urban poor. It was established in 2005 and currently we're working with Zambia Homeless and Poor People's Federation. And so the question I should be answering in this uh, podcast is what is my experience with children and face masks? So I'm going to give my experience uh, based on three occasions, two of which were on wake errands and one was a personal errand. And so the first experience was currently PPHPZ is developing a green space in Kanyama compound and we're documenting the establishment of the green space. And part of the documentation process uh, is to interview people that are around the green space and how they feel about the green space. And so the a green space is basically a place where people go and socialize. And so... We went to the green space and approached young people who we found hanging around the green space. And so they were children. 
And so when you look at all, when we looked at all the children, none of them was wearing a face mask and yet they were playing in close contact with each other. And so what was interesting to note is that when we were interviewing one of the girls, another friend tried to touch her on her shoulder and her reaction was, don't touch me, Kuli COVID, don't touch me, there's a COVID pandemic. And so you look at her and say, a while ago you were hanging out in close contact with each other and you didn't have a face mask or were not taking any uh, preventive measures, but now you're con concerned with uh, contracting the pandemic because someone touched you. And so that was just a thought that went through my mind. And so my second experience was I was... Um, we were going to George Compound to have a conversation with the grassroots on the kind of interventions they can uh, come up with or take up within their community as a response to the COVID pandemic. And so as we were going down to uh, George Compound, it was clear to note uh, that older people were wearing face masks and at least majority of them were wearing face masks. And then when you look at young children, uh, very few of them had face masks on their face or I don't even remember noticing looking at any kid that had a face mask on, on, on their face. And so now my third experience, which was a personal errand was I went to a salon to have my hair retouched and the salon is run by a lady. And so when I walked into the salon, I found her with a baby on the back. And when you look at her, the, the mother had a, fa a face mask on her face and yet the kid that was on the back didn't have a face mask on his face. And so currently the Zambian government has made it mandatory to wear face masks in public. And so now the question that's going through my mind or my concern is, is this only mandatory for older people or is it also for young people? And are people just being negligent and and not being so concerned or don't think it's of such importance that young people or children get to wear face masks in the same way that uh, older generations are wearing face masks. And so that's basically my experience with young children or young people with face masks. Thank you. You should know, before putting on a mask, clean hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Cover mouth and nose with mask and make sure there are no gaps between your face and the mask. Avoid touching the mask while using it. If you do, clean your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap and water. Replace the mask with a new one as soon as it is damp and do not reuse a single-use mask. And always wear a mask when you are out and when you are talking to people. This message is brought to you by Agents of Change Foundation in partnership with Children's Radio Foundation. According to the World Health Organization, there is currently no evidence that wearing a mask, whether medical or other types, by health persons in the wider community setting, including universal community masking, can prevent them from infection with respiratory viruses, including COVID-19. But if you have symptoms, call your health local facility by telephone first. If you are in Zambia, call 909 toll free. And as usual, as the Agents of Change Foundation, we thought it wise to come to your 
homes where you observe even as well and just have a conversation around COVID-19 and uh, I must really say that today we're privileged to have a medical personnel as our guest for the morning. Now our guest for today is uh, a graduate of the University of Zambia School of Medicine and she co-founded the Coparos Foundation Zambia, which focuses on uh, sensitizing women on sexual productive health and rights while still at medical school, which is at the University of Zambia in 2015. And I must say she's as well a recipient of the Zambian Women of the Year Award of the Zambian Healthcare Champion of the Year, which was in 2017. And later the same year, she won the Queen's Young Leaders Award, which was presented to her by the Queen of England. Now, ladies and gentlemen, my guest for the day is the doctor herself, the lady behind this rich biography. Her name is Natasha Salifianji Kaoma. Miss Natasha, welcome to the interview. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> now, Miss Natasha, you are one person that is very much addressed in terms of uh, me the medical field and the health of people out there. And we thought it wise to say there's no better person to have a conversation with around COVID-19 than yourself. Of course, COVID-19 is a virus that is kind of new in Africa. We've never experienced it that much to a large scale, but obviously it is having a lot of impact, not just in the economy and uh, health of just any other citizen, but everything worldwide has come to a standstill. People are experiencing lockdown. People are not are not going for work. Everything is just disturbed. And the normal cycle of people has changed and we're adapting to this new norm of not shaking hands, not uh, uh, not hugging each other, not being in the same spaces that are less than a meter apart. So it's kind of new, but to you as a medical practitioner, if you had to explain it to a young person, what would you say COVID-19 is? I would explain it to a young person by saying that COVID-19 is um, it's a disease that is spread through contact. And this is a disease that affects the, um, what can I say, respiratory system. So the system that controls the breathing and the general functionality of a human being. I know there is new research that is showing that it affects many other systems, but just for a child to understand, I would say that it is a disease that affects the breathing. So it is contracted by either touching someone who touching someone uh, who has it by not touching their skin, but if you come in contact with anything from their nose or mouth, um, it is also spread by breathing in droplets from somebody who's coughed or sneezed and they have the virus. In a few words, that's what I would say to children. All right, all right. Thank you very much, Miss Natasha. Now, there's, 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 there's one aspect, I, I don't know if it's a myth or misconception, but you are the best person to clear it out, knowing that you are a medical practitioner. Now, there's word that has been going around to say COVID-19 is mostly affecting the elderly in society and to children and young people. It's not that much common. Would you dispel that as a myth? Do young people and children especially uh, are they prone to COVID-19 or maybe with them it's a special case compared to the adult population out there? I would say that COVID affects everyone. And yes. Even if you are a young person, um, you can still contract COVID. Well, let me say, let me start again. 
So COVID mm-hmm. is a disease that affects everyone, regardless of what age you are. We've seen people from a small baby who is just born to an elderly person who is more than 100 years old contract it. Right. Now, a few things need to come to mind as a young person. Most of the times, the symptoms are worse in people that have underlying diseases, people that have hypertension, diabetes, they are on other drugs that lower their immune system and things like that. Okay. However, it is important for young people to know that they can be carriers of the virus, so they can contract it from the streets or from their friends, and they can bring it to their homes, to their parents, and those parents at increased risk. So as young people, we need to stay indoors and follow the necessary precautions so that we protect everyone. There have been cases where young people have died from COVID-19, even if they didn't have underlying um, illnesses. So I think it's not safe for a young person to say that they think they won't get it, because if they don't get infected, then they will affect the people that they live with. Thank you very much, Mr. Na- uh, Dr. Natasha. I don't know why I'm saying Miss Natasha might get uh, arrested for that, Dr. Natasha, for that very uh, insightful explanation. So, of course, the young people, you've heard it for yourselves. You as well are prone to COVID-19. And not only can you contract it, but because of the movements that children have too much, playing with their friends, going to the markets, and not just observing these lockdown procedures, when one is outdoors, when you contract that virus, you can take it to your homes and give it to your parents who are more prone to even uh, having side effects. And le- let's not even mention of death if it goes to the extreme. Now, uh, Dr. Natasha, I must make mention that there are a lot of ways that people have come about on how one can protect themselves uh, from COVID-19. But with specification to children, what advice would you give to children with regards to them protecting themselves against COVID-19? As a child, you need to, um, now that you know what COVID-19 is, you need to protect yourself. The first thing that you need to protect yourself is from is from by washing your hands. The yes. reason you need to wash your hands is because you might touch a surface that was touched by someone with COVID-19 as you walk around in the streets. This can be either a surface or even the hands of someone who is sick. So you need to wash yeah, your well, hands. Yeah. Hello? Yes. So you said, Hello? yes, I can get you. You've cited washing hands as one of the uh, very important ways you can protect yourselves. Uh, any other thing you'd like to add on? So there's need to wash hands with soap for at least 20 seconds and on each time that you wash. Um, it's also right. important for you to wear a mask. And there are many different kinds of masks that you can wear. I will get into it a little bit later. So you need to wear a mask when you're going outside. You need to wear a mask when you're meeting people that you don't live with. So when you just leave your house, you need to be wearing a mask. The other thing Uh, you need to do is that you need to avoid being very close to people. So you need to stand or sit at least to two meters from them. Now, as a child, you're asking, what is one meter? I'd <laughs> say maybe, depending on your age, try walking five or ten steps. Um, that's how far someone should be out from you. Um, five to ten steps, depending on your age. If you're about five, maybe about ten steps. So people should be ten steps away from you. 
I must dis- give a disclaimer. This is not accurate, but I'm just giving an estimation which you can use to know how far mm-hmm. people should be from you. Yes. All right. Now, you mentioned something that is very critical, the wearing of masks. And you said you just here with us the different kinds of masks that are there. So I think you could give an explanation around that so that children out there and the elderly in society listening can be informed as well on the different kinds of masks. And why is it important for children and young people to wear masks during this uh, period of time? I've noticed that a lot of children don't wear are not wearing masks while their yes. parents are wearing masks. It is very important for children to wear masks because they too can contract it, and like I said, they too can pass it on to other people within their home. Um, it's like you are trying to protect yourself from something, but you leave the window open, or you're trying to avoid smoke outside, then you leave the window open. The smoke will still enter. So if you're going out as a family and the kids are not wearing masks, they still can contract COVID and bring it back to the home. Now, children need to wear... There are different kinds of masks that are available. There are the cloth masks. Cloth masks can be made from the home. They're made from any material. And then there are surgical masks, which are the ones that are white and they may be a blue or green or any bright color where you usually see people. They look like they're made of paper, but they're not made of paper. They are surgical masks. Then there are the ones which look like a cap on the nose. Those are N95 masks. M95? N95. N95, um, N95 masks are reserved for medical personnel or people that are coming in direct contact with people that may be opening their mouth, sneezing, coughing, and things like that. Then the surgical mask can be worn by anyone, as well as the cloth mask. mask. When you are picking a mask for your child, you need to make sure that their nose is covered, their mouth is covered, and part of their chin. And the mask needs to be tight in such a way that air or anything is not passing through from the cheeks. Because if the mask is big, it may cover the nose and mouth and a bit of the chin, but maybe in the cheeks it's big. So air or, or whatever we are protecting them from is still entering. Right. So the mask needs to be tight, tight to the ears and covering nose, mouth and chin. Thank you, thank you. Now you, you've given a lot of uh, insights on, on 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 how young people, of course, can protect themselves uh, against COVID nineteen. Now, one area I'd just like to diverge you to is the fact that now that we have COVID nineteen, like I earlier mentioned, a lot of things have come to a standstill. Young people are not going to school. The elderly in society are not going for work. But you, being somebody who's achieved a lot, even in a, in your academia, you are a medical what advice would you have to the children out there that are listening to you? How would they best uh, take their school, knowing that we're now in this lockdown, people are not going to school and whatnot? Does it mean they do not have to study and wait for schools to open? Or if they could best study, what kind of advice would you give to them, knowing that you you are one person that has achieved a lot even in your academia, so as for them to have a brighter future regarding their academics, even as COVID-19 continues, even during the post-COVID-19 uh, time frame? Well, as a young person, 
you should know that time is always running and time is always ticking and we won't be young forever. So you need to make the most of your time. Some schools are doing their classes online, which is great. For most government schools and, and other schools, they are not able to provide those services for young people. So I would urge young people to use this time to develop themselves. You could learn how to play an instrument. You could learn how to do something that you've been wanting to do. You could read lots of books, storybooks, and many different kinds of books that can improve your vocabulary. You could also read um, your school books because you will still need to learn some of those concepts. So if your performance was not good, this is a great time for you to catch up. So there's a lot of that you can do with your time um, using the examples that I've mentioned. And you could also use something like the phone, just calling people, calling your friends to have a discussion on the phone also helps yes. you keep remembering um, school and um, keeping yourself up to date with the information that will be required um, at a later time. No, thank you very much. And I must say, when we were starting this conversation, initially the the intended purpose was to discuss COVID nineteen and its impact and how young people can prevent, uh, rather children to be specific, can prevent themselves from COVID nineteen. And I must say, by the time that we've reached our conclusion, I have learned a lot of things. I must say that it is really something that children have to be very, very serious with. Like you've clearly stated out to say, young people, children can contract COVID-19 and knowing that they move too much, they can be carriers, take it to their homes where their parents are even prone to more symptoms of COVID-19 and death if it goes to the worst. And other than that, you've clearly stated out that we need to wash our hands for at least 20 seconds. And I must admit as well that I was washing my hands, but I was just doing it before, you know, that uh, that gentleman kind of, kind of wash five to 10 <laughs> seconds. But after this interview, of course, I will resume the, my washing of hands to 20 seconds and you've also uh, clearly stated out the importance of wearing masks and the fact that there's a cloth mask, a surgical mask and an N95 uh, mask which is mostly for medical practitioners but of course the surgical masks and the cloth masks can be worn by everyone and um, with that being said uh, Dr. Natasha Salifianji Kawoma at least I'm very happy now that I've said Dr. Natasha Salifianji Kaoma without reminding myself in the head that it's not Miss <laughs> Natasha Salifianji. So any last words that you have to the people listening out there? Well, I just want to say that it's very important for us to explain what COVID is to children. We need to give children time to look, watch, and get used to what's new. We also need to be ready to answer children's questions because sometimes children are trying to ask parents, parents are frustrated and they don't answer. And lastly, it's very important for us to all support each other because this is a difficult time. Our mental health is very important and even children's mental health is also affected. So it's a good time to keep each other in high spirits. No, Dr. Natasha Salifianji Kaoma, thank you very much for finding your time to be with us. This conversation has been very informative, very enlightening. I'm sure by the time I, I cut this conversation, I will no longer be the same person as how I've learned a lot and been inspired, of course, by you and just how much 
actually know about different aspects because of course most in most cases when i get to listen to you mostly you speak about uh uh menstrual hygiene uh, issues but knowing that you are so abreast about covid-19 i'm inspired as a person to say as a medical practitioner you've branched out into so many things and you've got so many interests because you want to inform and enlighten yourselves which i feel every child out there and every young person listening needs to get an example from you so thank you very much madam for making time to be with us no problem thank you too Wantula Simbaya. I'm Wantula Simbaya and this is the Agents of Change Foundation. Thank you very much, madam. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh, all right. Thank you. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's marked the end of our conversation with Dr. Natasha Salifianji Kaoma and she's clearly said it all that has to be said with regards to COVID-19. And as young people and children, we need to ensure that we protect ourselves against COVID-19. As you heard it for yourself, we are no way better than any other age group in the population. We can still contract it. And we are the most people that are viable to be carriers because of our many movements that we undertake without observing the rules. So make sure you wash your hands, uh, be a meter apart, and ensure that you stay home. So this has been Wantula Simba reporting for the Agents of Change Foundation. Thank you very much for listening and have a good day. Staying up to date with the safety measures that have been suggested by our health officials is important and necessary in keeping the spread of COVID-19. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Remember to join the conversation online Agents of Change Foundation Zambia and Children Radio Foundation on Facebook.